So I flew out here uh, Sunday night. It was a disaster. Absolute freaking disaster. Um, I looked like a hot mess. I felt like a hot mess. And so just exhausted, but so excited because like I'm here, right? It's, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Like I'm here. Ladies, grab your coffee, stilettos, and hop on the Hot Mess Express. Okay, right now I am sitting in the most bougiest hotel room I have ever sat in in my entire life. The JW Marriott in Orlando, Florida. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) This year, I was selected for the agency conference of 2023 for the Allstate agents. And there was only legit uh, 700 of the agents that were asked to come, right? And then roughly 150, like financial to come, right? So we're looking at almost a thousand. Um, And it's the first time since COVID that everybody's come together again. Yeah. So like they've opened it up. Last year we did online. Not something I recommend. It's such a, yeah, anyway, nobody pays attention. Like, let's be honest, nobody pays attention. Anyway, so, so I flew out here uh, Sunday night. It was a disaster. Absolute freaking disaster. Um, I looked like a hot mess. I felt like a hot mess. Uh, we rolled in, I think, what, midnight after we hit Wawa? Because <laughs> Kim was hungry. So, um, but Wawa was a lifesaver. It was a lifesaver. So um, we roll in at midnight and like we're pulling up and legit, I was like, okay, I gotta stop and take a picture because like I've never... Like, it's like the movies. Like, you watch with J-Lo. With J-Lo, she's a maid. And you're like, oh, yeah, that hotel? Yeah, mm -hmm, that's what it looked like, right? So we pull up, and I was like, I'm going to valet my car. I'm going to valet my car. Because I feel bougie, right? Like, (laughs) I'm just going to do it. So did, and then by the time we checked in and, like, finally, like, got in, it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And so just exhausted. But so excited because, like, I'm here, Right? It's it's a weird it's a weird feeling like I'm here. So I I'm a person that doesn't stop right. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner, the whole nine. Like I'm a friend too, right? Like let's be honest, we all put friends above our own self. I was so sick, like didn't have a voice Friday and Saturday, like at all, and then Sunday I wake up and I have like this thing in my eye and I'm like it'll go away but again still have no voice I got told I sound sexy with the raspiness and I'm all like this is freaking terrible like I have a panel to sit on and I have agents to me and like shoulders to rub and whatever and I'm like uh -uh." so flying yesterday I'm worried because people are like COVID you know what I mean like let's be honest like, it's a sinus infection, it's a cold, whatever, right? It's not COVID. So, like, I'm stuck in between a plane. So, anxiety's high, right? It's the first time traveling. I'm sick on top of it. I'm leaving my kids, right? Which, let's be honest, leaving your children in the care of your husband, like, what are they going to eat for dinner? Are they going to eat on time? Are, like, 
are they going to burn the house down? Like, let's be honest, right? Like all of this stuff goes through your head like, oh, can he really handle it? So I, I get on this flight and I take a nap, right? Siesta for hour 45 and I wake up and I'm just like, like rubbing. I have no makeup on, right? And I'm tired and my hair is a mess. And I'm like, dude, my eye, it like hurts. And so then I get on FaceTime with my husband. He's like, oh my God, you have pink eye. And I'm like, what? No, like pink eye is contagious and it's ugly and like it's all nasty. So I'm like making a million phone calls because like I can't have pink eye right now. Like cannot. And so I call a buddy of mine and I was like, okay, run me through pink eye. And he's like, do you have this, this or this? No, that's fine. And I was like, I picked up Visine. He's like, just, I'm like, okay. It has to be from like the, the sinus infection and, and whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I woke up this morning, like, did it go away? Did it go away? Like I'm looking like, it looks better, right? Like it looks the same. It doesn't hurt. It's not goopy. Like it's not pink eye, right? It's just stressed. It's just like I blew a blood vessel or something. But like you start to become super aware, like is everybody looking at it? Like, are they looking at me like, she's sick does she have pink eye like what happened me personally i already have confidence issues like let's be honest right um i shouldn't be here in my mind i should not be here there's no reason to be here i'm a year and a half agent uh, these are again like we met one tonight he's eight years in and he's got like i don't even know 15 million book dollar book or something and i'm like okay so I'll tell you right now, like anxiety has not stopped, right? Um, so you, for me, it's with past traumas and with past issues and, and all of the things, right? It started leaving the kids. It started leaving my house. It started like leaving my office, right? So it, it builds itself up, right? And then I get here and I'm like, okay, I am going to get the shuttle. I don't want to take the shuttle, right? I don't, I don't want to take the shuttle, but I'm not taking a taxi. So I call the hotel does not have a shuttle. Okay. So anxiety is here. I don't do taxis. Right. And we all know I don't do taxis. So I'm like, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. It's going to be great. So I'm walking and I'm looking and I look over and I was like, I wonder how much this is running the rental car because I can't, I can't do this. Like I can't do it. And like my heart was like doing backflips and beating out of my chest. Like at that point, I'm like, I don't care how much it's going to cost to rent a car. I don't care. I don't care if I have to rent a Porsche. I don't care. I'm not taking a taxi. I will say that for me, a taxi brings up years ago of horrific trauma, right? that even during COVID, when I had to take a taxi to go get my kids, I came back to Arizona and just, I, I was like black hole times 10. So in another episode, we'll get into that. But like literally taxis get me to the point, public transportation in general, I'm not a fan of. But you take a taxi you take a, a bus, like I am on like spidey senses all the way. So it's just, it's bad. So 
we, we get a rental car, no problem. It was cheap. Like I was like, thank you, Jesus. Right. So we get here, we're exhausted, but I'm still like amped up laying here at three o'clock at night. I'm still like, I can't fall asleep. You have that adrenaline and like it hasn't dumped yet. Right. And I'm just like, my mind's just going. I think of kids and whatever. And then today we have to get up on stage to do a dry run of this, this panel. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like I got this. And then you're sitting there and you're listening to the guy that's been in 16 years and you're talking to the guy on your right that's been here for, you know, 10, whatever years. And then the other lady that's there and she's doing it for three. And you're like, I do not fit in here. Right. Like, why, why am I up here? I, I, I like and so the whole time I'm like, what was I supposed to say? Like we we went through all these questions. So then I have to like grab my phone and like type like my thoughts down because I cannot the anxiety, right? The anxiety and the, like the, the panic of, am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to say the wrong thing? But I still have to legit look like I'm totally in control. Like I'm confident, right? That I know why I'm here. When in reality, in the back of my head, I'm like, you got another agent that's like, I mean, more useful than me, right? Anybody? Because you just, to, to me, it's like not. So you add up the stressors of leaving your home, right? When I'm my kid's constant, right? I was FaceTiming my husband tonight and he's like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't, I don't know how you keep up with her. And I'm like, exactly. Right. So then in the like, do am I worried that my husband's like not going to take care of our child? No. Right. But as a mom, as a caretaker, you're like, I don't I, I don't want like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? But you can't because you're not there. So you have all of those stressors. I have the stressors of being sick. Right. Staring at my eyeball, the, the big red like target on my face. Right. I'm like, this is great. And then the insecurities of being enough and why am I here? It is enough to emotionally drain anybody. And the average business lady, average boss woman, the average boss lady, whatever you want to call her, the mom, the sister, the wife, they all know nobody says anything, right? Because why? We got to keep it all like square your shoulders up, right? Like we got this. We're good. We're good. And then I like come back to it. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm good. You know what I mean? But you go to dinner and it's like, okay, yeah, like I'm good talking to people. I'm a, like, I'm a very genuine person. But in a room of 900 and some odd people that have all been here, you know, whatever, it's like, I just want to go to my room and get my jammies on and FaceTime my kids and go to sleep because that insecurity gets to the point where you're just like, 
why. I've always been in a male-dominated career field, right? Military, um, just everything. So why do this, right? Why, why join a job or a career field where, like, the, the persona or the perception is suit ties, snobby, money hungry, whatever. Because it's not about that, right? And to me, it's about changing the lives of people. How can I educate you to be more in control? How can I change things for you to feel like that's not the industry that we're in, right? I have to be confident. I have to be in control. I have to, you know, I'm I'm up against some of the most well-known and powerful, right, as far as the size of their business, how long they've been in the game, where they look at me as a peon, right? N- no. All of my trauma, all of my past, all of my jobs and my careers tell me not to do something. Tell me I can't do it. Because I will turn around and I will do it 10 times harder and I'll do it 10 times better than you. That's my mentality, right? So that's how I get past the anxiety. I, I joined the career field because I wanted to make a difference, right? I know what happens in car accidents. I know what happens in a house fire. I know the aftermath of what the families need. How can I be there for them, right? Because as an insurance agent, people are like, dude, you just take my money every month and make a dime, you know, make a dollar off me. I don't care if I make a dollar. I don't care if I make a penny off of you, right? I really don't. I don't care if I don't make anything off of you at all. But how did I help you? How can I help you? Right? Because right now in this world, like there is not enough of that going around. Everybody's out for him, her, themselves. Like what happened to I take care of thy neighbor, right? Or what happened to like buddy system of like, I got your back, right? And the police, I got your six. That is like the thin blue line to a T, right? I got your six. Or the military, like I got your six. Nobody's got anybody's six right now, right? They're all about themselves, not each other. And I think that the world is finally starting to realize like, where do we go wrong, right? Somebody's got to stand up. People are like, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z because my voice isn't going to get heard. How do you know? Like, that's the whole point of this, right? Like, I don't know if my voice is going to get heard, but I'm going to say something, right? And I'm going to do it because at least I know at the end of the day, I don't care if I help one person. I don't care if one person hears this podcast and they're like, oh, okay, she's right. Like, I'm going to do this. That's one person better than zero, right? So biggest goal for tomorrow for me would just getting through it. You know what I mean? Because whether or not, if, if I have younger agents, if I have newer agents, 
whether male or female, it doesn't matter, that look at me and they're like, year and a half in and she's sitting up there, right? Like I have to keep that at the forefront of my mind. So I think the only goal is to at least get through tomorrow and honestly, truly feel like I gave it my all, my 100%, right? That's it. Because at the end of the day, if they only remember what Dave said or they only remember what Ryan said or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? I did it. That's 900 and some odd people that I'm sitting in front of going, you know, don't trip and fall. Don't stumble over your words. Don't, you know, don't ramble. Oh, okay, but don't forget what you said. What the hell am I supposed to say again? Right? And I can't look at my phone. I wrote my notes down like, okay, just remember and get through it. I My, my, my mantra is, and I, I, I steal it from probably one of the best mentors. My goal is to be better than I was yesterday right? Getting through tomorrow means I've overcome a stigma. I've overcome, like I'm, I'm speaking for not only myself, but so many other agents that are young in the business trying to get through, but also my staff and my children, right? Like I'm showing my daughter, I have anxiety and I'm going through like all of these waves and then I'm going to go up stage on stage and I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to own it. And then I'm going to be like, okay, I need a nap. Right. But I mean, let's be honest because it's, it's mentally draining, right? Like, okay. But that means I was like, I've achieved something that I didn't achieve yesterday. Right. I've talked in front of 900 some odd people. Tell me the last time that's happened. Never, never. The max of like a classroom of 60, right? That's it. It is It is a lot. But I mean, obviously, the only feeling that like has resonated like all day is nervous, right? Sick to my stomach, right? Like, but also like judgmental right incompetency or um the fear of not being enough or you know what i mean like what was the word that we used earlier um oh i'm impersonating like i feel like i'm impersonating somebody right so like all of that kind of ties in together of like okay you know like ugh like, I don't want to. Like, did you hear my stomach? Like, <laughs> it knows. Like, oh, my God, don't make me do it. Um, but no, it's it's important. So for to me, like, I know, like, I'm super nervous, but I know it's important. Because it is important for every woman to know it is okay to want to throw up walking on stage, right? Not all of us are born to, like, go out and be, like, this amazing, sexy, like, you know, natural person on stage that can introduce like, you know, whatever, whatever. That is not, you know what I mean? So I'm showing my daughter who's afraid to get in front of people. She has a 
a public, an issue of like presenting in public or talking in public, right? She knows it's not my favorite thing. I'll do it. But again, we have all this leading up, but I can overcome my fears, right? So my staff, my staff was the same way. They're like, good luck. Like, glad it's you and not me. Mm, right? Like, mm, but I can do it. I can. I can do it. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, are you sure you want to do it? Yeah, I want to do it. I'm good. It's not till 145. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, just don't eat breakfast. <laughs> that way, if I hurl, it's be fine. Right? What's that? Oh, it was a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Where she was like, oh, my gosh, you have to see it. So she did. She, like, got on camera and, like, she froze. And then all of a sudden just, like, threw up everywhere. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> the whole point of this was to say, listen, like, I have the past traumas and I have the nerves and I have, like, all of this angst, like, built up, right? But I'm powering through it, right? And so... The biggest takeaway from today and and this episode is there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, but it is your choice of whether or not you look at that light and you stay focused on it to reach it and obtain it, right? Because baby steps, right? Slow and steady. It's going to be okay. Am I a ball of nerves? Yeah. Do I want to throw up? Yeah. Am I like, you know what I mean? Am I not in a good mental headspace in the beginning? Yeah. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel, right? So as a human and as a woman, you need to find that light, grab on, and just one step in front of the other every single day. You know what I mean? Every single moment of every day. Just keep going because you'll get there. And then you'll turn around and be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> so, and on the next episodes, I mean, we're going to be diving into what trauma has done, right? Like, um, and we're going to have other women that are going to come on and be like, okay, because I know I'm not the only one, right? And that's the whole point of this. Like, like we're women. We have to be motivated in some way, shape, or form, right? So... We have other women that have gone through similar stuff and similar traumas and they've gotten through it, right? Or they may be in the process of getting through it. So where's their motivation, right? Um, are they hot mess or are they put together? I'm a hot mess. We're all hot messes, but we look good doing it, right? So you're definitely going to get the raw. You're definitely going to get the sexy. You're definitely going to get you know, the truth, the honesty in every episode. So just stay tuned because I promise you will absolutely love every day's motivation. I appreciate you guys listening. For more information, more reels, more crazy stories into my crazy hot mess of a life, hop on my Instagram. It's the hot mess express, H-O-T-T, the Hot Mess Express. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next time.